Hello and welcome to the Essential Empowerment Podcast. My name is Amelia Adrian. Together in this space, we'll listen and learn about the ability of essential oils to heal and transform our lives. This is a place for us to diffuse wisdom, to share our understandings and to grow our appreciation for the power of plant medicine with essential oils. And I'm so glad you're here. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we are talking about cleansing and how we can use essential oils to support us in that process. So this is a subject that's close to my heart right now and I like to keep things fresh and current. So I thought it would be great to talk about cleansing because I am currently in a cleanse. I'm doing a juice cleanse at the moment and using the oils to support me through that. So there's a few different ways that we can use the oils. Today I'm gonna talk mostly about the physical properties of the oils and how they can support us through cleansing. And of course there are the emotional support that essential oils can give us through a cleanse. But today I'm gonna talk specifically about the, the physical sides of essential oils and how that can support us in the detoxification process as we rid ourselves of unwanted toxins, unwanted heaviness, things that may have built up over time and we may feel it's um, just time to release them and to feel a bit lighter in all the different ways that we can feel lighter. So detoxification is really the key to releasing stagnant built up toxins that can hinder the body and it's an opportunity really to reboot so that the body can then perform once more at its kind of optimal level. And if we give the body that opportunity to cleanse, it's almost like you give the body a rest when you cleanse in many ways, although it can feel for some of us it can feel quite strong when we go through a detox or a cleanse um, but really when we give the body some space it can then start to find its own balance and it can start to work um, in its own way and find its own healing mechanisms and it's a really helpful thing to do for the body especially in this time when we have so many toxic overloads you know we have them in the air that we breathe we have them in the chemicals in some of the foods that we might eat they are heavily laden in chemical products you only have to look on the the label behind some of the cleaning products or the household products that you might be using and you'll see all sorts of chemicals integrated into those also included in certain medications, included in vaccinations. But then also there's the um, emotional kind of toxicity that we can experience. That can be from heavy thoughts, from heavy emotions. So all of these things uh, really influence the way that we live our life. They can slow us down. They can make us feel uh, almost like a little maybe overburdened. And obviously they can influence just how we function, how we sleep, how we think, how we move through our day, how we respond to stress, all these different things influenced by uh, an overload of toxicity. So when we do a cleanse, any kind of cleanse, whether it's a strong kind of big cleanse with lots of different processes to it, or whether it's just something very sim simple and you maybe you just cut out one thing from your routine that you know is maybe not serving you or is causing some toxicity. The aim really is to create a new habit, is to create a new habit around the thing that is no longer serving us. It's also to help us with uh, a diminishing of cravings. So maybe if we've overindulged in too many sweet foods, we can then just keep on craving them and craving them and craving them. And the, the cravings kind of are 
they're they're never fed they're never fully satiated and so the craving just increases and increases so when we do a cleanse or a kind of small mini detox program go on a mini detox program we can start to diminish those sweet cravings that 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 might be arising whether it's sugar or other cravings helps us to be a bit more creative with our food i know i'm for one get really into a habit of cooking the same meals again and again and when i do a cleanse it always kind of reboots my creativity i start to look for different recipes and different ways to to be creative with the food that i'm eating and the aim really the fundamental aim is to feel better and sometimes when we do a cleanse we can feel a little bit worse before we feel better so it's just important to have that overriding kind of intention and what I always would suggest for anyone doing a cleanse is to write down some of your intentions like write down why you're doing it and what are you hoping for what are you aiming for what are your intentions with the cleanse so that when it starts to get tough and you kind of want to go back into old habits you can remind yourself no I've chosen to do this I'm doing this as a as a way of kind of caring for my body as a way of saying thank you to my body I'm almost like taking my body on a little holiday and really remind yourself of what the intention is for doing the cleanse interestingly when we do a physical cleanse we can have an emotional release so it can be a way to let go of heavier emotions or heavier patterns emotional patterns that you might be in a loop with or stuck with and are not sure how to shed them because when we when we move through a cleanse we can literally feel lighter at the end of it so perhaps there's an emotional pattern that you are aware of maybe it's something that you kind of even went through a process of healing but somehow it's still living in your body and you want to release that so again that can be an intention at, at, at the start of a cleanse is I want to release this heavy emotion that I still feel is kind of living in my cells in my body and and have that as a as a as a point of motivation as a point of uh, of amplification of the process if you like because it's always nice to take things to the next level and another really nice side effect of cleansing is that we become clearer in our thinking we become in many ways a clearer vessel and we become in many ways able to hear the 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 internal intuition the voice of intuition or some people call it the higher self when we have more clarity when there's less kind of brain fog if you like we're more connected to that intuitive side that knowing side and it can just help us move through life with more ease because we have more connection to our own internal compass Many of us spend a lot of time procrastinating. Should I do this? Should I do that? And again, when we cleanse, we can bring a little bit more clarity so that that procrastination seesaw can almost be um, be minimized a little bit. I saw recently that we spend the average person. So maybe some of us spend more, maybe some of us spend less, but we spend around seven hours a week procrastinating which is an incredible amount of time to waste, really, thinking about should I wear this? What should I cook? Where should I go on holiday? When should I go out? Which restaurant should we eat at? And then also even, you know, much more significant things like should I stay in this job? Should I stay in this relationship? Do I try a new angle in my work? Do I try a new hobby? Do I go to a new club do I start something that I've been thinking about doing for ages writing that book whatever it might be for you and that procrastination is a really a way of giving away your power it's really um, a, a process that slows you down 
So maybe there's a few things in your in your world, in your life at the moment that you are undecided about. And maybe you just write a list of maybe the, the top 10 things that you're undecided about and you use a little time frame around choosing when those will be decided upon. So maybe some of them you can decide upon right away and maybe some of them it's going to take a little longer. But that can also be like a little mini kind of cleansing process where you decide the things that you're undecided about. You make a choice about what you're going to do with them, when you're going to do them, and just see how that feels in your energy and your body. See if it starts to feel like a little bit more liberating for you and you might even feel that you're a little bit lighter and you might even find that you become more uh, attractive in many ways, more magnetic. I don't mean like physically attractive, although it, it, might, it might have that effect. But I mean, it might just make you feel clearer. You know, this is really the cleansing process gives us clarity. And we all know that somebody who's clear is very attractive to be around. It's very nice to be around somebody who, who knows what they're doing, who knows why they're doing it. And not in, a, in an inflexible way, but just somebody who has clear delineation of their, of their being. Okay, so let's look a little bit more at the cleansing process from the physical perspective. So the detox pathways include the digestive system, the urinary system, skin, circulatory system, the respiratory system and the lymphatic system. And all of these channels need to be open and flowing in order to mobilize the toxins or to kill the pathogens. And if any of these pathways are blocked, what can happen is we reabsorb the toxins and then we can feel even worse. Now, sometimes this is called a healing crisis. Sometimes it's called a detox reaction. And if this happens, just be aware and just know that it might be a signal that you need to just pause for a moment and reopen those detox pathways. Sometimes this can happen right at the beginning of a cleanse where on the first few days when you're kind of really ridding yourself of some of those heavier things that you might have become really used to in your body, things like caffeine, things like sugar. Sometimes we can have a heavy first few days. So it's just worth noting that that can happen. But also if it continues and you don't feel this sense of release, then it's maybe a, uh, an indication that the pathways are blocked. Now, essential oils are powerful in the way that they can open and enhance and support these detoxification pathways. The tiny, tiny, minute size of essential oils, when applied to specific points on the body, allows them to be easily absorbed into the body, allows them to be assimilated into the organs and helps with this this, this flow, if you like, this directional flow of, of bile and toxins. So let's look at some of the main systems of the body and the main um, organs of the body that are involved in this detox process. And I'll offer some essential oil solutions to help with this opening of the pathways of all of these, these different systems and organs. We'll start with the liver, which is one of the main detoxification organs in the body. Essential oils that enhance the liver function possess what we call hepatic properties. Basically, supporting the vitality of your liver enhances the full body's ability to detoxify and to heal. So things like uh, essential oils like 
Helichrysum and grapefruit, very, very helpful for this. You could integrate them into a castor oil pack. If you know, if you know what that is, you can just, um, again, look it up if you're not sure what it is. It's very simple to do. Maybe placing three drops of helichrysum in the castor oil and then applying that over the liver, placing a, 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 a towel or a flannel or a piece of cotton over that and then a hot water bottle on the top and just letting that rest for some time. Other oils that are nice to support liver, combination of ylang-ylang, chamomile, lavender, peppermint. You could make a beautiful little blend of those and apply those directly over the liver area, maybe twice a day. And there's a very simple, you could do all three healing modalities in one. This is if you are looking for some amplification to your detoxification process and have a healing bath with Epsom salts, adding in castor oil and into the castor oil, also adding in some of your essential oils. So any of those essential oils that I've um, mentioned, you could use those in a three-in-one healing bath with the Epsom salts, the essential oils and the castor oil. If we were looking to clean out the lungs, a respiratory detox, if you like, we would be looking at essential oils that have expectorant properties, thinking of oils that will kind of expel any built up mucus that might have accumulated and be sitting in the lungs. So essential oils to use in this situation would be things like basil, eucalyptus, frankincense, cypress, rosemary, again, Roman chamomile, helpful for this, and spearmint is excellent for expelling phlegm. <laughs> you could use this just from cupping the hands over the face and breathing in, rubbing across the chest would be really nice, or in a diffuser next to you where you're working or where you're sitting, um, in the kitchen area maybe, in the dining room area, somewhere where you can start to infuse those um, essential oil compounds into the air around you just very naturally and very easily. Good, okay, if we're looking at the intestines, looking at essential oils that can help promote and encourage bowel movements, thinking of them almost like essential oil laxatives for your intestines, this is going to help promote detoxification of all of the organs as well. So we're thinking of things like uh, fennel, clove and lime combination. I'm going to talk more about the combination of clove and lime in a moment. Fennel, ginger, peppermint and rosemary. These would be excellent oils to use for your intestines. For the kidneys, essential oils that would promote elimination and promote urination, thinking of essential oils like black pepper, fennel, geranium, grapefruit, juniper berry. And if you're working with really good quality essential oils that you can take internally, so a company, a brand like doTERRA, I wouldn't really recommend any other essential oils that you take internally, but if you were working with doTERRA, then you could put a drop of those in your water, especially something like grapefruit would be lovely in the water because you're not only going to support the detoxification process of the kidneys but you're also going to help with the detoxification of the liver and the gallbladder so it's kind of covering quite a few bases there talking of the gallbladder so essential oils to support this are oils that are going to help promote healthy bile flow a healthy bile flow and alleviate any congestion that can happen around the gallbladder the gallbladder is one of the most overused organs in modern the modern world, I would say, in overused in the sense that it's overtaxed, I think. In Chinese medicine, the gallbladder is associated with decision making. And we have uh, an, an influx of decisions to make from 
you know what we what cereal we have in the morning to what we watch on telly at night on Netflix and I think sometimes we are overstimulated in the amount of choice that we have so essential oil so that can put a strain it can inflame the gallbladder essentially so essential oils that we can work with for that are blue tansy and black pepper a simple practice that you could do to support the gallbladder is two or three drops of black pepper, a couple of drops of Roman chamomile in your carrier oil, and then apply it over the gallbladder area. So that could be just, um, it's kind of just under the bottom rib. And sometimes if you lean forwards a little bit, you can, uh, you can access that a little bit more easily. Good. And then final body um, zone that we can work with is the enhancement of body system, I should say, that we work with is the lymphatic system. So this is to help just with the flow, the general flow of everything moving through. So thinking of oils like cypress, cypress we know is the oil of motion and flow, fennel, great for this, geranium again, grapefruit, juniper, ylang-ylang. You'll notice a lot of the same oils are coming up here. So there's a pattern running through this. So I want to just look at cleansing from a slightly different perspective. And this is from the perspective of balancing the nervous system. So I'm sure many of you know, we have two branches of our nervous system. We have the sympathetic branch and we have the parasympathetic branch. The sympathetic branch is the aspect of our nervous system, which helps us do stuff. It helps us get up and go, move forwards, complete if you like the task at hand it's literally the thing that would help us get up and go in the morning so we need it it's important the other branch of the nervous system is the parasympathetic branch and this is the the part of the nervous system which is involved in rest in resting in digesting in relaxing in in releasing it's really the part of the nervous system that we want to bring into balance really in our modern world in our culture we see a lot of support for an encouragement if you like for the sympathetic branch of our nervous system to continue to work long hours to drive to push on through all of these kind of action orientated events which of course we need but we equally want to have a balance we equally want to have time equal time when we are resting when we are relaxing when we are releasing when we are letting go so anything we can do as individuals to promote the parasympathetic nervous system, to bring that up, if you like, in our experience, is going to be very healing for our body, not only for our nervous system, but also, of course, for our body. So when we stimulate the parasympathetic response, this is one of the best ways to support flow of bile so that we can release the toxins. And one of the easiest ways to heal is to turn on and detoxify the vagus nerve. Now your vagus nerve, this is your main channel of communication between your brain and your body. It really facilitates a two-way communication, carrying messages from your gut, your heart, your immune system, all the other major organs to your brain. And in response to all of these incoming messages, the brain releases like a, a chemical message, an appropriate chemical response, such as a hormone, a neurotransmitter, and these then regulate, they control all of the different unconscious parts, processes in your body, including things like heart rate, digestion, appetite, mood, pain threshold, sleep, memory, cognition, function, and your immune response. So when the vagus nerve is working well, we're likely to recover more quickly after, after stress or after injury or after illness. 
If the vagus nerve is not properly communicating signals, these signals back and forth, then there can be um, like a miscommunication, like a, a signal misfiring, and the body doesn't isn't able to stay into imbalance. So we can then start to experience all sorts of other issues around pain, fatigue, brain fog, stress, anxiety, depression, all sorts of different neurological and even autoimmune issues. So healthy functioning of the vagus nerve is really key for cleansing. It's key for the detoxification process. It helps um, with the organs of the brain, uh, it helps with the tongue, with the ears, with the eyes, with the stomach, with our intestines, our lungs, our pancreas, liver, gallbladder, heart, spleen. All of these are affected by a healthy toned vagus nerve. So how can essential oils help with that? If, if we apply essential oils to where the vagus nerve is most accessible, which is actually just behind the earlobe on the mastoid bone, this can help with any detoxification or any inflammation of the nerve. This then allows the flow of toxins out of the brain and the flow of nutrients in. So I have a little blend that comes from Jody Cohen's book, Essential Oils to Boost the Brain and the Body, which is a fantastic resource. And it's called the, the Parasympathetic Blend the parasympathetic blend, and I've just made it up for myself and started to use it, and it's really lovely. It's very simple. 10 drops of clove essential oil with 25 drops of lime essential oil. Top it up with fractionated coconut oil, and then a tiny dab just behind your ears three times a day, maybe before meals, or more often, more frequently at times when you might feel stressed. Within clove essential oil, we have the compound eugenol, and eugenol is shown in one study specifically to act on the stress responsive regions of the brain to help to promote the relaxation response and helps also with the healthy functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. Eugenol, as I said, found in clove oils also helped to believe to help purify the blood. Now, lime essential oil is very uplifting, the zest of the lime, it's the zest of life, really helps us feel engaged and ready and ready for action again. So when lime is applied behind the ear, combined with this clove essential oil, it's thought to release the trigger of a specific neurotransmitter which slows down the heart rate. The neurotransmitter is called, I'll see if I can pronounce it for you, acetylcholine. This is a neurotransmitter thought to slow down the heart rate, spelt A-C-E-T-Y-C-H-O-L-I-N-E, for those of you taking notes. Very powerful then to combine lime and clove essential oil to help with the relaxation response. Now, limonene, which is found in many citrus oils, but also found in lime essential oil, stimulates the production of glutathione, which is an antioxidant. And this is uh, an antioxidant that is known to lower stress, can even reduce the likelihood of developing autoimmunity. So that's a really simple way that you could use two essential oils to support your process of parasympathetic elevation, which would then support the way that you were Detoxing. Good. Now, I can't talk about detoxification without mentioning this one blend, which is a favorite of mine. I love to diffuse it. I love to put a drop in my water. I love to rub it around onto my kidneys at the back of my body. And that is a blend made by doTERRA called Zendocrine Essential Oil. 
Zendocrine essential oil blend supports the body's natural ability to rid itself of unwanted substances, which is exactly the process that we're doing when we're cleansing. Within this blend, it has tangerine peel, rosemary leaf, geranium, flower and leaf, juniper berry, chilantro herb, all of these essential oils you could also take them in a warm drink like in a tea or some warm hot water or even take them in a veggie capsule what the studies of these ingredients and constituents within the zendocrine blend show is that it supports the body's natural process of cleansing cleansing toxins cleansing free radicals that as we know can slow the body down can cause that kind of heavy weighted feeling that i was talking about at the beginning very nice to work with if you are wanting a simple like one-stop essential oil blend to go to for your cleanse so one of my favorite favorite ways to support a cleanse that i'm doing is through sweat therapy we can eliminate toxins very effectively this way so either going for a run or doing some exercise that's going to cause you to sweat of course, you could take um, a sauna, you could take a steam room. Equally, you could do something very simple at home, which is to take an Epsom salts bath, a full detox bath. So that would be taking a nice handful of Epsom salts, diluting it with your coconut oil, adding in a little bit of lavender, maybe adding in a little bit of clove essential oil. I love to do this with the clove. The clove helps to pull out the toxins from the skin, thereby lessening the burden on the gallbladder and on the kidneys. I like to add in lavender or another floral essential oil just because the clove is quite a strong smell. So if you're looking for the added relaxation effect, then adding in something calming like uh, lavender or maybe even a langylang can really help um, soothe the whole process. And you wanna be doing this maybe three or four times a week. So remember, you don't have to be doing a full cleanse to engage in any of these practices. Maybe just choose one that feels like it's calling you. Maybe it is to do that detox bath with lavender and clove. Maybe you want to use your Zendocrine blend, maybe taking that in a drop of water, diffusing it around you in the room, or perhaps trying out that sympathetic, the parasympathetic blend, I should say, the blend with lime and clove. Remember whichever of these practices you're using that you use really top quality essential oils, high pure, high caliber, pure essential oils that have nothing else in them other than that compound. And that is where you will see the best results. If you don't yet have access to these high quality essential oils, then please just reach out to me and I can help you get started and point you in the right direction. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you all really soon. Much, much love.